the Brother to Brother show will host an array of uh, people um, from folks who had just got it started and working for us to folks who've been working for a while to either even those folks who've been seasoned um, in this thing called life. So um, again, it's just men and women, um, those folks who've allowed themselves to hurt, heal, and repair themselves and learn from their experiences. So how did you get started? Honestly, I was sitting, having all these deep conversations with my friends over the last couple of years. Um, and we've been chatting about, you know, many different things that have been happening through our lives. And um, we wanted to figure out a way how we could reach out to, to other people. And so uh, there was this competition for um, a podcast and we said we wanted to compete. Um, we did it, but like everything else in the world, sometimes you just, you know, you may not get it, which is fine, but we wanted to continue to uh, keep the ball rolling. So after we did it, um, I was like, let's continue it. So that's how we got started. Next question, who are you? Well, I'll go by the name of Kmo. I got that from a few buddies of mine in college and it stuck over the over years. Um, but who am I? I'm, I'm the voice of all men who have dealt with hardship and struggle, but have worn the mask for so long. I believe my purpose is to guide and help others find their way, which has also helped me, allowed me to grow as a person. Next question, why are you doing this? Well, I've had several men talk to me about their problems and issues and they feel defeated. It's almost like they feel empty or lost inside. Now, of course it's temporarily, but um, there's no way to release these feelings. You hear a lot about therapy and exercise and other mechanisms to kind of release this, this these feelings. Um, however, how can you ever get to that point when you've always been told your life, man up? I believe this is an avenue for us to listen to men, other men who are speaking about how to uplift and empower each other in a healthy way. What gives you the expertise? One say, it takes about five years for something to be for somebody to become an expert in something. But I think I have a great niche with bringing people together, and over the last twenty years, really self-reflect. Where many people probably sweep everything underneath the rug, 
or put band-aids over wounds. I've tried to leave things, you know, open to heal. And over time, really just focus on understanding. Last question. Who will you be talking with? Well, they're power in numbers. So anybody who needs support through fatherhood, mentorship, finances, relationships, community, are just preparing for life challenges. Welcome world. Um, this is the Brother to Brother show. I'm your host, K Mo. We're coming from the nation's capital, Washington, DC. Um, today well, this is our first show, and we wanted to just really talk about who we were and um some things about the men that will be on this show. Uh, so I have my co-host here, uh, Rio. I want him to introduce himself. Yo, yo, what's up, world? This is Rio from Tyler Hope, living and loving the life I've been dealt. Uh, really, really excited to uh, go on this journey with you and my brother, uh, talking about some real issues and hopefully diving in the mind of a male, uh, in particular, uh, a male of color. And uh, so it should be an interesting ride. All right. So um, we really just wanted to start by having a conversation around what men, you know, really talk about. So we we had this conversation months ago. Also, we had this conversation months ago, but we've been having these conversations for years, and uh, we always kind of scratch our heads and uh, look at one another after each conversation. And if we're talking to friends of ours or we having conversations ourselves um, about like why aren't these guys talking? Are men not talking these days? And if they are. You know, a lot of it just, you know, starts in the barbershop and ends in the barbershop. You know, we had these big ideas. Um, same thing with other things like, you know, and typically um, big things that we want to talk about on the show are relationships, community and mentorship. You know, those are big things that we feel like uh, a lot of us are just moving away from. Um, and we wanted to come from a perspective of men uh, all over the world. Uh, different shapes and sizes, um, different backgrounds, uh, different um, different ethnicities. And, you know, I've had the opportunity to travel around the world and it doesn't matter what color you are. Men all over the world are having the same type of, have the same type of thoughts. And um, in, my, in my naive uh, state of mind, before I had the opportunity to kind of experience some of those things, I just thought it was just men of color. But all men have these type of uh, these thoughts. So um, it's really our feelings. And so um, I'm going to pass it on to Rio. And just tell me what you how you feel about that. Yeah, man, I agree. Man. I'm always I've always been puzzled by uh, what I feel is the disintegration of a man. Um, you know, and I think that not all adult males are men. Uh, and mm. I think that sometimes that's you have to. That's a state of mind that you can be in. You know, I know that I was in a 
adult male at one time, but I wasn't necessarily uh, willing uh, to be a man uh, in certain relationships that I had. Um, and so, you know, I think that it takes that wisdom, knowledge and commitment, you know, to move from being just an adult male to being a man. And ladies, uh, we want you to listen in as well because I know that you guys like the challenge, but I can tell you, you'll never ever make a male a man. Yeah, that was that was real talk right there. So what, what was it? I'm trying to think back right now as we're kind of going to some of these topics uh, in relationships that really said to you that, hey, um, why this relationship really helped me out in this way? Um, what, what was it for you? Can, you? can you talk about anything that you can remember when you say just now um, this relation, you know, relationships or it was an aha moment that you had? Well, I knew her. I mean, I knew when I was, um, you know, out there being single, uh, I knew that I felt like I was a man because I was holding my own. I was really successful. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, but, you know, I, I thought that I did not want to have uh a, a relationship that required me to do some of the things that I felt would be necessary to do as a man. Um, and so I was really very honest, you know, during that phase with uh, females that I dated. And uh, because I knew, even though I would have to pass up some really, really good quality women in mm -hmm. my life, Absolutely. So I knew at that time, like I wasn't, I wasn't ready to do some of the things that they really wanted me to do. But you know, hindsight 2020, I also, I was speaking to the world what I really, uh, what I really thought I wanted instead of what I really needed at the time and got caught in a situation, um, got someone pregnant, uh, and then all of a sudden tried to uh, take on man responsibilities, even though I was still a male, adult male, and not necessarily wanting uh, to do those things that are necessary, but needing to do those things. And so, you know, that experience taught me a lot uh, because I made a lot of mistakes in between that time uh, and after that time. But it led up to me really, really understanding the concept between, you know, being ready to become a man uh, and feeling like you're a man, but not willing to do those things that requires that are required of a man. And so, yeah, I mean, that was a light bulb moment for me, but it took the experience of that, you know, for me to see that because unfortunately, like a lot of our brothers out there, uh, I didn't have uh, a father in my life that would teach me in that way, right? And that's either A, the men in my life didn't quite understand that or didn't quite understand how to communicate that. And that'll be a topic we kind of discuss, which is like, you know, the OGs and stuff passing that, knowing how to communicate that to young brothers today so they understand, but also young brothers being open to understand that from the OG. Yeah, I think that uh, when you talk about relationships, I want to go back to it. So, uh, but I want to touch on something you just said. So men um, who you met, men that you might have had in your life, I think that, you know, against Guinness's KMO, I have to really um, talk about where I came from. So growing up in the South 
and now again we're living um, in the nation's capital. It is it is a different transition? Uh, some you know, it's not the same. I would say our, our upbringing was completely different than some people that I've met who are from the area. Um, and then you know, this that's just how geographically it is all over the country and all over the world. You know, you just raise uh, a certain way, and so when you're, um, I, I, but I believe in our generation. Um, you know, men who are 35 and up, we had an opportunity that we actually listened to our OGs or mentors or men in our lives because for some reason that just time, that time was what we did. I'm not sure, and you know, as our listeners kind of um, um, tune in, if that's still the same. I'm not sure if the respect is still there for maybe our generation. And, may, and I think this is the reason why we're having this show is to make sure that there is an opportunity for um, young guys to know that you do have a voice and we do want to hear you out. We do want to make sure that you have the, um, you know, the, 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 the tools you need so that you can be successful as you're transitioning into that. Um, going back into the relationships piece, and as you spoke about, basically you were saying manhood. You know, it's, it's what every man has to go through it's manhood. We've all, hey, not been ready for those relationships, going out, had a great time in your 20s. I believe that's what you're supposed to do. And if, as long as you're honest about it, and I think that's what you were saying, you know, you don't want to carry that responsibility yet. And I remember when I first started working in, um, start, came, up, came up here and started working, there was a man that said, you know, you don't really know who you are, start a, a man until you're about 30 years old. And I didn't know what that meant at 23. You know, I was looking at him like, what? I'm a man now at 23, you know, because I've grown out of that next phase of my educational life and career. So now I was that was too old for me. I was going into my next chapter of my life. And so I would just say, you know, uh, really having those talks. I think if you had those talks when you were younger, yeah. you wouldn't have had some of those mistakes that you made. But, I, you know, we all have to go. We all have to battle those responsibilities. Yeah. We all have to go through those things to um, really filter out and allows us and pushes us to become the men that we are today. Because if you don't have those those, those responsibilities, sometimes you kind of get stagnant. And we see a lot of our friends and men that we know are possibly stagnant. Um, or let's say they, they had those challenges that came came to you um, that you described. And it, they still aren't taking on taking on those possibilities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely. I think for me, um, going back to that whole like <clears throat> wanting to have someone that explained that to me, but really, like you know, uh, even though my my mother remarried and I had a um, a wonderful stepfather, you know, again, I think my stepfather was also limited uh, by what his father give was able to give to him right and so he didn't know how to have that have that kind of a conversation and communication with me um you know and i think because i had the absence of my father uh, in my in my life that void could not be substituted by a stepfather right right um because and that's why i i also you know one of the things we'll talk about like is you know, the responsibility of a father, you know, responsibility doesn't always entail the father being directly involved, directly in the child's life, but the father has a right. And what are the rights of the father? 
you know, that some people don't know, right? And so you can absolutely have a relationship with your kid if you don't have a relationship with the mother. And so, you know, I unfortunately had to experience that for myself uh, and made it a point to have a relationship with both, um, you know, the mother of my child and, and, and my child in order to make his life better, right? So I can be a part of it. You were talking about the women. Yeah. So I was saying like, you know, because uh, the women as well is, you know, I think it's something that women, women can definitely, uh, you know, learn from our conversations and getting into the mind of a man, uh, a man that has multiple experiences at uh, life and dealing with women uh, on all different levels. But I think it's, you know, women are out here dating men, having men, right and you know having a father as a man uh and so i think it's super duper important the, the work that we're trying to do here today uh to reach out to the masses so really looking forward to having those conversations yeah so let's talk let's, let's wrap this thing up we got we're going to talk about community and our, our mentorship so we kind of touched on a little bit with relationships we're gonna um parking like that for, for a few, few seconds so community i mean what do you think that you know, men should be doing right now in our community. Uh, I think it kind of all kind of ties ties back to, to, to each other, but mm-hmm. we're talking about community and um, what does that look like? You know, f- for me, you know, I believe that community years ago, we had a lot of community when we had uh, in the 90s, 80s and 90s, there's a lot of stuff that we talked about in church. People did church a little bit more than uh, we got a lot of that when people were doing like Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, yeah. you know, that was popular and a thing to do. Uh, it was a different time there at that time. So uh, it was some of the things that aren't as cool that are uh, or, or look, looked upon as not uh, relevant. I feel like we got to get back to some of those things and reach out to our communities to make them stronger. What about you? Yeah, definitely, man. I think that we gotta all we gotta all pitch in, and I think that uh, you know I understand, man. It's hard. Sometimes it's hard to communicate, you know, with the youngins and stuff that are here, man. Like it's really, really hard. Uh, but once you get their ear, you really have their ear. And I think you know making a small impact is better than making no impact. And so. You all gotta, we all gotta make our way. We cannot just allow women uh, to hold that burden. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's our responsibility to kind of stand up and, and do these, and have these talks and not just say what we're gonna do, but do it. I mean, I even try to uh, make sure I put it in my head, you know, since we've gotten past the, uh, the Christmas years and, you know, giving gifts or whatnot, like really looking at it now when you, when you become a mature adult, what do these holidays really mean to us? Uh, is it time for you to receive or you to give back? And I think that if all men kind of thought that way and you you recognize, hey, yeah, you may have kids and things like that, but shoot, think about uh, 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 three or four generations back. They did it. You know, why can't we do it? I know our world is completely different now and we have technology and it's easier to kind of communicate, um, but hands-on, um, having conversation, um, talking, you don't know some of those things that you do. I've had the opportunity um, and blessed to have some young people come back to me 10, 15 years later 
and um, thank me for just some of the words of encouragement, you know? And I think that those mean more to me now than any type of gift that someone would give me. And that could be a, that could be a, a, a relative, that could be a cousin, that could be a, a, a nephew, that could be uh, whoever it might be, young men in your, in your life and women. Um, but I think we have to do a better job at um, giving back that's overall. So uh, this is also a community too. Right. Um, this platform that we have here is is a community where men can talk, listen, have conversation. And um, as the website uh, comes up and uh, you subscribe to this uh, podcast, you will be a part of this community, too. And so we we'll have we'll, we'll, we'll be generating a community of men to have conversation, thought, be thoughtful about our conversations. And then if um, making sure that, you know, if there is something that you're going through, there are other men out there who, who are going through it as well. So look at this as a community as well, right? So, and the last thing, uh, mentorship, which is kind of like wrapping things up when we talk about it, like, uh, Rio, what do you think about uh, mentorship? What, like when you, when you think about that, um, what comes to mind? You, I mean, I think like, uh, you know, I was having a conversation the other day and we were talking about ways and how we can really reach within the community and start to pull ourselves out. And I really, really think, and it's it's cliche to say, oh, okay, yeah, you reach the youth, you read it. But I think that we need to really, really dig deep in our hearts to figure out a way in which we could really touch one person and one kid. Um, and so I think mentorship is huge. I mean, I think, you know, being a mentor to someone helps them realize the importance of becoming a mentor. And so I think that um, it's our responsibility, mm -hmm. right? And uh, if we want to develop people that become better human beings, then we have to be better human beings to them. And so I think that, uh, you know, the innocence of children and childhood uh, has no color, knows no gender, right? Knows no sexual orientation. And so I think it's super important that all of those people are represented uh, and that, you know, that they have a mentor that guides them through this world. Uh, and so I, I'm super, super big on that, on that kind of thing. What about you? Um, yeah, um, and I think the the difference between what I, my answer would be is, yes, the youth, but I also would say, you know, young men and men, you know, all, all men, all women need a mentor. You know, we used to say, uh, you know, What's the best way to become a, a police officer is maybe you should talk to a police officer before you go into that career field to know what it looks like. And so how do you how how are we going to navigate this world into manhood and we don't have men around us, the young men who are, who are coming into manhood or the young boys, how are they going to do that when especially in the day of um, uh, Me Too and women are kind of taking over, they're outshining us all together and i love it i love seeing um you know young girls uh empowered and uh, being able to uh really be who they should be but at the same time i feel like we're losing some of our young men and that still needs to happen for them as well yeah so i'm, I'm looking to get into that conversation more because you know I think that uh, reaching reaching the youth is easier because you can go to the youth 
But I'm really interested in that perspective because I think that young men who have never had a mentor, mm -hmm. it's very difficult to reach them yeah. to mentor because yeah. when you become a young when you be, when you deal with young men, you have to go to it. You have to go. You have to wait for them to come to you. Right. But when you have a youth, you go to them, and yeah. so you start to train them to get used to confiding in into confiding with someone else. And I think like with the, I agree with you. I think every stage of your life you should have mentorship yeah. right mentors and you should be mentoring um but i'm but i'm super duper interested in understanding like how what are some of your ideas around about how do you go and you reach that mm -hmm. uh you reach that young male for the first time who's never had a mentor and how do you penetrate his mind to let him understand that the importance of a mentor right so i think it's tough to kind of answer that um yeah. but i really believe you're right you, you go to them and the other ones uh, the, the um men who are you know they legally are man 18 it's hard to kind of uh reach them after a certain point however um i have done that before is it is it is it giving one open arms absolutely not but if 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 I don't do it, who will, you know, and as long as I say what I need to say to an individual and um, I'm coming from my heart, not my mind, because it has to move me to go talk to them. Right. So I think your heart kind of does that. And so if that happens um, over time, you also have to show through leadership. You know, you got to show what you're doing as well. And I think after a while, they, they come come around. So. Um, we really want to thank you for the conversation tonight. Um, this is our first, first show, and we have many more shows to come. And we really want to make sure that men, we have to step up and and show up. And um, we want you to be a part of our community. So uh, thank you, Rio, for being here tonight. Thank you, my brother. And um, I'm your host, K-Mo. You hear a lot more Rio and a lot of more men um, who have gone through the same type of things that you have. So know that you have a voice here with the Brother to Brother Show. Have a good night.